Good morning, everyone. My name is Daniel Morris, Senior Investment Strategist with BNP Paribas Investment Partners. Welcome to Market Breakfast. Uh, what an interesting week uh, it's been, and I think what an interesting week it will be. If you sat back a couple weeks ago and thought, well, what would be some of the worst-case scenarios for the outcome, particularly of the Italian referendum, potentially of the ECB meeting, uh, you probably or might have come up with something similar to what we've had. But if you had come up with that scenario, I think you would have re expected a much different market reaction than what we've gotten. So it's a bit of a conundrum what's going on, and it's worth thinking about exactly what are the underlying drivers of the markets right now and how things might play out through the end of the year. So, of course, first off with the Italian referendum, arguably the worst case out outcome. Of course, I'm sure it all depends on your point of view, but worst case from the market's point of view in that uh, the markets look to Renzi as a source of reform. And given that he not only lost the vote on the referendum, but lost by a very large margin, uh, subsequently has resigned, and talk of fresh elections in the new year, uh, though under a different electoral system, which should make it less likely, though certainly not impossible, that the five-star movement uh, ends up leading the subsequent governments. So again, from an investor point of view that's worried about the long-term structural issues that Italy faces, excessive debt, low productivity, low growth, and so on, uh, you're honestly not more confident than you were before. If anything, you're less. However, if you look at what's happened in the market, uh, BTP yields, uh, Italian government debt yields uh, over Germany, the spreads have narrowed as opposed to widened, and in general, the markets have reacted quite calmly. On the other end, you have seen spreads on CDS, on credit default swaps, uh, for Monte Tepaschi, which is, of course, the core of the problem, though not the only problem within the financial system, uh, especially on the subordinated debt, have widened quite a bit. So what is a way of interpreting all of this, and hopefully in a way that makes sense and doesn't turn out to be completely turned on its head within a couple of days, because, again, the market reaction so far does seem a bit uh, confusing. So the generous interpretation is that with the heavy loss of Renzi, it's more likely now that you get a government or a state bailout, government bailout of one of the Paschi, and all the market really cares about at this point is that the banks are bailed out. We don't care how it happens. We just want it to be done because without the problems in the banks cleaned up, they're not able to lend, and if they're not lending, you're not going to get any economic growth. So by this view, we get the state bailout. Uh, hopefully in a way that protects to some degree the retail shareholders so you don't have anything that increases the popularity of the five-star movement. Uh, you do perhaps get new elections, but that's not necessarily so unusual in Italy. Uh, more importantly, we get a better, uh, healthier banking system and ultimately better growth, and that starts to address some of the problems that Italy faces. So, again, that's a bit of a generous interpretation. You have to feel or suspect that at some point things are probably going to get worse before they get better. But don't forget, of course, the uh, ECB is there standing behind Italy, which is the other result of last week. Did the ECB taper? Did they not taper? They said they didn't. If you just look at the numbers, however, it's pretty difficult to conclude that they didn't. Uh, they were buying 80. They're going to be buying 60. That's less. I think it's implicitly a taper. Uh, and over time, this is just going to continue. And if you look at the market reaction, by and large, though not entirely, that seems to be what the market believes. Uh, you do see boon yields up, though that may be just as much because of the increase in Treasury yields. 
Uh, you see the euro initially weakening but strengthening since, so that also suggests that they're not getting as much monetary stimulus as you thought, and equity markets also relatively flattish. So if we step back and look at the overall reaction of the markets over the last week or so, it mostly seems to be a continuation of the reflationary trade that started with Trump's election. Uh, still going on for the time being, helping Italy, helping European equities, which actually outperformed U.S. equities last week. Um, not doing so well for core government bonds, both boons and 10-year treasury spreads widened, uh, excuse me, yields widened uh, last week where spreads on high yield and investment grade came in slightly. So that's, that seems to, be the, seems to be the trend and the one that we expect to continue at least for a while. Of course, the other thing coming up is the Fed. Uh, to be honest, not expecting any big announcement, certainly expecting it to 25 basis point increase. Um, however, if we get much beyond that in terms of signaling of the future, we expect them to be fairly quiet at this point, given that there's still significant uncertainty about what exactly will come out of Trump and the Congress next year. Big gap between $7 trillion that Trump wants to, to spend by cutting taxes and a balanced budget amendment on the other side, which is the Republican platform, uh, and Fed policy would be wildly different depending on which end of that spectrum you ended up on. So I think for now, they'll highlight the tightening labor market, the improving economic conditions, that that justifies the 25 basis point hike for now. Uh, may or may not see a big change in the dots laying out for the future. But I think, like us, they're going to wait and see. So thank you very much for listening in. Look out for next editions, next week's edition of Market Breakfast in our podcast series. Thank you for tuning in, and goodbye. <laughs> This podcast presentation is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BMP Paribas Investment Partners or any affiliate. The information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.